I mean, oh. I'm 100% ready. Let's just fuck around for a couple of minutes. If we want to do it or don't do it. Yeah. Let's What's just that? do it. So let's just fuck around for a couple of minutes, you know? I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, I was like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I love fuck it. Fuck those guys. It. Yeah. But uh, you got to count me in. So. Oh, shit. That's the only All thing. All right. Ready? Yeah. So have you hit record? I have you hit so. record? Hold on. Yeah. Let me check again. Yeah, we're recording. Ready? Are you ready? Ready. Welcome back to the Half in the Bag podcast. I'm Andy, your moderator. With us, as always, is the magical producer, Paul, who is not with us today. Well, guess what? Your host, Corey and Stan. You know why? Because they're stupid old men who had to go to bed at 9 fucking p.m. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paul and I are still up recording. So this will be a special Paul and Andy episode. Paul, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm fantastic. Hey, what, you know what? what time is it right now? Could you tell me the time? It is 10.19 p.m. On, and that's a Saturday, right? Yeah, it's a Saturday. So it's not like it's a holiday or anything crazy, right? No, no, it's a regular no, weekend night. Yeah, and you know what? The only thing that's happening is that uh, you know noon tomorrow. That's when football starts. So well, the only thing that's happening is Sunday NFL is fucking up. Like everybody's got COVID, right? right. Exactly, one hundred percent. So why wouldn't you be out all night drinking? I don't know. I don't know. Or the cup our our hosts who started this podcast uh, decided they wanted to go to sleep at 9 p.m. That was their cutoff, Paul. What do you think about that? I, you know, I said I was going to be late, I, I admit. And uh, I, I said I was, you know, 8.45. And they said, nay, nay, sir. Well, and to be fair, I also said that uh, I wanted to go out and meet somebody for a drink, and it turns out I did. And uh, <laughs> But I also said that I committed to this first, and that I would have blown her off, and that would have been it. So, end of story. I, uh, yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, no, you got I mean, I know you're lighting a torch at this point. <laughs> oh, no, you're, light, you're using a torch to light a cigar. My God, I'm jealous. God. Ugh, I have to. I have to podcast from inside my house. You are out in your garage. Ugh, I'm yeah, so jealous I, uh, right now. I mean, you you saw that I was going to be a little bit late, so you decided, hey, I'll take advantage of this um, little extra time and go mm -hmm. gallivant about. And there's nothing wrong with that. The rest, the rest of the crew said, this extra time, I will go to fucking sleep. <laughs> I know. Terrible choice. I mean, here's my thing. Like, uh, I'm a single man. I like to go out. I like to, you know, have a drink or two. I met, you know, people out. Uh, yeah, I don't understand what's happening. It, you know, it didn't work out quite the way I wanted to. But, you know, it's not bad either. So, and right. here we are, you and I, fucking talking on Zoom at 10.20, and we're going to have a conversation like any other normal human being. And guess what? We're half in the bag. Oh, my God. What the That's hell? right. I mean, I, I went out to dinner with uh, mm -hmm. another couple. Oh, and, very nice. Uh, drank some beers. And uh, I'm pretty sure that I have no idea what is happening in the sports world. So You're not missing much. So. I'm, I'm highly prepared for this evening's topics. Which are nothing, nothing, and nothing. Because nobody discussed anything before. I don't know. When did you text that you were going to be late, Paul? Uh, about 5 p.m. Yeah, nobody, nobody fucking discussed anything before then. So what's the point? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're going to make it up as we go anyway. I love that, though. I mean, it's very spontaneous. That is the best part about a podcast. So Right, yeah. right, right. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's great. But you know what? They all panicked and they went to bed. So, so where'd you go to dinner tonight? What'd you have? So I went to a local brew pub called the Ike and Oak Brewer Brewery. Mm -hmm. And um, 
they do some pretty solid beers. Their food is just meh. But yeah. they do the little Neapolitan pizzas that are that everybody does, you know. And uh they they get a little bit creative on there. And uh those were solid. Oh, we had some Korean poutine. Ooh. Talk about a hodgepodge there. You know I love Korean, so. Yeah, man. So basically the only thing Korean on it was the uh kimchi. Oh, the kimchi. <laughs> oh god. It was like Poutine with kimchi. That's what it was. Yeah. And we call it Korean poutine. Have you ever made it back to H Mart since we talked? Uh, I've been back, yeah. But I've never, I've uh, bought a few things here and there. Um, But yeah, H Mart is fucking phenomenal. Well, I mean, but people in the know should go to the H Mart. Correct, man. Like, I was going to the H Mart because they had toilet paper and shit. Like, nobody was going in the Asian grocery store because they were scared of COVID at the beginning of the COVID. Right. They were like, ah, no, 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 no. Right. And you go into the H Mart and you're like, holy shit, you guys got everything. Sugar, you know, anything you could think of. All the fruits, all the vegetables. Yeah, they oh, well, didn't have me... like they didn't have a lot of fresh meat, but that was because I think everybody was hitting it. Right. Yeah. But all so the, you like, couldn't get the marinated like uh, yeah, pork yeah, shoulder. yeah, the, the Bulgari and whatever yeah. that oh, shit was God. all taken care of. But they oh. had like everything frozen, everything dry goods, everything produce was there. Right. Like their their fish market, like their fish counter. Mm-hmm. was was cleaned out but that was i think only because they didn't want people touching it you know what i mean right yeah so they weren't doing it but everything frozen everything else like the prepare foods were not there but everything else was in stock and like like shelves full it was it was really <laughs> crazy to go in there and then you go like next door to a cvs or a jewel and you're like oh my god it's the end of the world yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, it's so racist of people and oh, yeah, terrible. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, yeah, and, like, there is good fucking food in a Korean market. Like, great fucking food. Like, I can't say enough about the short ribs and the pork and the rest of it. Oh, my God. It is the best. So, that's just my opinion. Paul, what are you smoking? So, tonight... I actually I bought a box of these guys about a year Ooh. ago. Actually more yeah. than a year ago. They're Charter Oaks cigars and uh, I bought it was most of a box of Connecticut wrappers, but it wasn't full, so the guy gave me he filled up the rest of the box with uh, the Maduro wrapper. And um I smoked all those. Those were awesome. But the Connecticut's, which is what the box I bought, are way amazing. Like, I could smoke these probably every day. And they're not a, they're maybe, what are they, like a 48 gauge, something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not much bigger than a, than a nubs. Right. Like, have you smoked a nubs cigar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, the, they're a little uh, bigger Danny's. gauge. Yeah, Danny's Wedding, that's all we smoke because people have a whole box of them. The nubs are pretty fucking fantastic, and they're Alec Bradley. Mm -hmm. The Charter Oak, I'm going to have to look it up, but I I can't remember what they're – they're like a – they're off of a big-time tobacco house, Um, but I can't think of what the name is. I got to look it up. I I have to refill my – no. I'm going to move my entire rig with me. Uh, forgive me, the, uh, listeners, if I sound bad. So, What are you doing, Fisk? Well, I'm refilling my drink at this point. So, oh. Throughout the old ice, got to get new ice. I mean, we're half in the bag. This should be more acceptable, except well, we're insane. You don't like us to do so this So what are your thing. feelings on, oh my God. instead of throwing out the old ice, you just drain all the old liquid? Yeah, no, that's fine, except that I do the big squares. Uh, let me show you my rig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Right. Yeah, you know my rig. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, like, it was not entirely gone, but I'm not going to add a new one on top of an old one. 
So it's the Charter Oak Cigars are out of the Foundation Cigar Company. Oh, okay. Which they do the Wiseman, um, mm-hmm. the Tabernacle Cigars. Yeah. I have not heard of any of those. To be honest, I don't know that I have either. <laughs> but the guy sold me on them, and they're goddamn delicious. So I will say... So I texted... That, um, go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I will say... So there's a little cigar shop by my house, and... Uh, um, they had a place, I think their original shop is in, uh, Westmont, yeah. Illinois, like the suburb of Westmont. They opened this place up like Great right suburb, after right. I moved here. Like, so five years ago ish, like it was shortly after I moved here, they opened this place and it was supposed to be like, um, their like showroom slash clubhouse i mean it's a huge ass building but when i when they opened they were only the first floor it's a two-story building the second floor was going to be like a clubhouse almost Mm -hmm. so they have on their first floor a gigantic ass humidor i think it's like a 1500 or 2000 square foot humidor yeah they have like a television lounge and then outside of the television lounge in the humidor, they have like a whole game room with like multiple pool tables, wow. uh, tape, like just regular bar top, like high top tables. And then they have on the first floor still, I think they have a ash or no AVO is the cigar shop, uh, brand. Yeah. They have an AVO lounge. So if you pay extra, you can be, uh, you can be a member of the AVO lounge and and jump in there. You can, I think, it in the lounge you can have your own drinks and whatnot. They're a dry cigar lounge, except for in the private areas. So they have an AVO lounge that's really, it's actually pretty pimp. Like everything is like AVO branded, like the chairs and the walls and the they have their private TVs and whatnot, ashtrays. Um, and then they have a couple other private rooms on the first floor. And then the whole second floor, they do like private dinners where they hire a chef of a restaurant and do like a multi-course meal and have cigars and drinks per course. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's, they do a really cool setup there. I haven't had the time to invest uh, and become a, a regular there. But I believe if you were listening to the news, maybe not even six months ago, uh, there was a lady shot a couple people at a cigar lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was the one right across from your house. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, because we talked about that. Yeah, (laughs) no, because it was an off-duty cop. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah, so it was a couple state troopers got killed. I believe you know, by a lady yeah, it was, and then she yeah. killed herself. And, uh, that was the place. Wow. Jeez. So, uh, they're still open. They're still in business. The, I mean, the well, owner is, a, I mean, the owner's family is really nice. They're really good people. The people that work there are really good. The people that I've dealt with there are really good. I would never say anything terrible about them. I'll tell you the truth. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, I invited Roger in. He said he's sleepy and going to bed. So <laughs> right. that will not uh, get cut out. Just so you know. No, I know, I know. He's <laughs> such he is such a terrible human being. I hate him. So yeah, <laughs> Roger Morrow. So, I, so. I, what should we call this uh, little short segment? We should call it uh, Paul and Andy's Rebellion. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, exactly. I like the fact that you're out there smoking a cigar, having well, some drinks, so doing I wanted your to thing. Set, I, I seriously didn't set it up as best as I wanted to, <laughs> but I wanted to be at least sitting down. But uh, 
so my th- my thing was like I'm giving up my Saturday nights. I want to at least enjoy a cigar when I well, talk. Amen. To like that's my point too. Like I'm giving up my Saturday nights. Like I don't want it to be another work day. I got enough work days. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I have so, to do this shit. So Paul, how's your other job going? I mean, not this. So job. it's going great. Hmm. <laughs> I mean your other job The one where you have to go out and like My real you. job, yeah, it's going yeah, great I doubt that, come on, tell me the story <laughs> Tell me the truth, come on No, I fucking hate it, that's why Yeah, well, Everybody well. hates their job, right? Yeah, amen Yeah. If you don't, you're fucking drunk I would assume So, so. well, I want to put this out there Because, well maybe In the universe If I spread this good charm It'll happen And yeah. <laughs> It'll come back to me tenfold. But uh, so I applied for a job at least a month ago. And uh, so Wednesday this week, uh, I got an email back. Hey, hope you're still interested. Uh, Let's set up something later this week or next week. Emailed back. I, I got an email that said that. I emailed back like within an hour. I mean, I got the email and I was like, no way, no fucking way that I just got this like response. So I emailed back. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is the greatest thing. I'm so excited to hear from you. I was like, I'm super interested. I was like, I could do Friday afternoon. I was like, Tuesday, Wednesday would be mornings would be great. Like nine, nine, nine a.m. to like noon. Like my work lets me, I'm, I'm pretty much available to my phone. A hundred percent, unless I have an emergency situation. But like, I was like, so Friday afternoon or Monday or like Tuesday, Wednesdays would be great. So the lady calls me on Friday afternoon at 4 p.m., which is like the end of her time. She's she's like, Mm -hmm. I'm available from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I was like, all right. So, so, so this is the email I get on Wednesday. Hope you're interested. Want to set something up. I'm available at 10 to 4 p.m. Let me know. So Friday, she calls me at 4.15. And I, I was actually helping uh, a guy in an emergency situation. We were verifying electric because NICOR gas was like, uh, this, does, this looks sketchy. We need to know where everything is. And we're like, so I'm helping him. We're hooking up to a bunch of things. It's really fucking complicated. And uh, anyways, this private number rings on my personal phone. And I was like, private number? I was like, probably from some scammer or something. Whatever. I let it go to voicemail. I get a voicemail. I was like, well, that's weird. So like 4.30, I, I listened to the voicemail. And I was like, holy shit. So I call her back. And I was like, hey, I just missed your call. I'm real sorry. It came up as a private number. And your voicemail actually... I only heard the last four digits of your phone number, so I can't call you back. So I emailed the original response that I had on Wednesday. And then she emails me back like instantly. Hey, oh oh, man, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't see your original email even that you sent me on Wednesday. She's like, how about we set something up for Tuesday? And I was like, that sounds great. And I think she, she actually called me back again and I answered the phone and I was like, Hey, I was like, I'm so sorry. I missed your call. Um, I was like, I, I was really interested in the position. It's at the Brookfield zoo as Ooh. a maintenance guy. Yes. <laughs> Paul. Can you yes. imagine? I got to work at a goddamn <gasps> zoo. I know. Oh my God. I'm so excited for you. Yes. It's very exciting. Yes. So, anyways, so Tuesday morning, you have a, so I talked to her again and I emailed her even. I was like, Hey, I left you a voicemail. I emailed you nine 30 Tuesday morning. Call. I was like, my note. I was like, I'm going to be sitting waiting for a private number to call me. I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, we'll talk, whatever. Uh, so now I just got to come up with the greatest stories ever that, uh, <laughs> of my actual work abilities. <laughs> Well, I mean, how many? You've done maintenance for a long time. So I know, really. Matter. Like, to be right. honest, like, the job description, I got it. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, you've done it. Yeah. 
What do you want me to uh, do? All right, let's put in a new well, but sink, that's what a new bathroom. Be. Let's like, plumb something. What do let's you need, build a new what wall. Do you need me to let's do, do it. Like, right. What do you need me to do? And then you build the stories from there because that'll generate your memory. Once she says, hey, this will be your duties. You'll be like, I got that. I got that. I got that. I got that. Right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I was a bit down because this other guy. So, like, when I started my current job, we had four yeah. guys. Yeah. There's only 50% of us that are still working for the company. So there's still like two of you? Right. By the way, I can, like, and, 50% of four is two. And 20, so or 50% of us that are still two. working are right. leaving the company in the next two weeks. <laughs> so this other dude that I, uh, I started with, he's like, yeah, man, I got a job with Nikor. And he's like, uh, I start the 19th. I was like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't even think I'd get the job. He's like, from what I hear, I called the trainer. He's like, 30 plus people applied for this job at Nikor. And he's like, like 90% of them didn't even get a call back. He's like, I don't know. How did I get a call back? That's crazy. He's like, we started in April. Right. So. So I was just, I was laughing at that. And then I told him today, I talked to him again today. And I was like, dude, it's like, dude, I just got an interview. And he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, that's Good. awesome, man. I, he's like, I hope you get it. He's like, I got to take my kids to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and deny him. <laughs> Be like, no, I don't know that guy. Sorry. No tickets. All right. No, nah, but I, that's what I was saying. I was like, hey. I was like, whenever, if anybody comes to the zoo from now on, if I get the right. job there, let me yeah. know. Like, I'll, I'll come see you, whatever. Right. But don't let him taunt you, Paul. Like, Jesus. Like, yeah. yeah I, like, it thorns. would be, it, like, it's kind of a, like, I told, uh, so I, I sat on it for a minute mm. before I told my wife. Oh. Uh. Like, mostly because. <laughs> I wanted to do this whole career pivot and get into something where I sit in the office and not have to work that hard. Right. But this job, I'm, I'm going to have to do some, you know, some hard work. I'm going to have to be physically active, Yeah. but it's at the zoo. Yes. A it's zoo a you love. Killer benefits, killer everything. I mean, Good. it's, it's Excellent. a, it's an opportunity you don't pass up, I think. As a man who has been uh, pensioned for 10 plus years, is now guaranteed to pension. Right. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, it's not exactly what I wanted to do, but right. it's going to be a killer job, I think, if I get yeah. it. All right. Well, well, it's always if you get it. So, but so I, wish you and luck. I think I have a high priority of getting it because I mean, she emailed me. She didn't get my email that I responded. She called me like in like as a secondary, you know, line to get a hold of me because yeah. she didn't hear from me in my email. Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm guessing they're interested yeah i mean and, uh, yeah. so that 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 gives me a positive feeling but i don't want to get too excited about it i hope i hope i pray for and you Paul. the best part is the pay will if i'm working 40 hours at this job yeah is the same amount of money that i make working 60 plus hours at my current job nice you can do that math. nice no i don't need to do the math i can just do the borat very nice <laughs> can we talk about the new borat movie for a moment are you excited as i am i sent out i sent out the trailer and nobody so i really acknowledged me did not enjoy the borat movie oh Paul, um, why my favorite part of the Borat movie, though, I will say this. I did enjoy parts of it. Why? And okay. one of my favorite parts of the movie, <laughs> I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but was the hotel scene where he's wrestling yes! with the old guy. Yes, that was my I favorite part. I thought that was hysterical. After he was masturbating to Pamela Anderson, he was like, oh, 
well, you make hand party over Pamela. <laughs> and then they fucking fought. Like, that was, yes. <laughs> I thought that was that? so fucking funny. Oh, yeah. The rest of it, I was like, yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, it's fine, right? Yeah. I mean, but, uh, that was the part that made me laugh so hard. Yes. <laughs> I just thought that was ridiculous. And uh, <laughs> really cracked the shit out of me. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the rest of uh, Sasha Barry Cohen's movies? I don't know. Uh, I don't like Bruno. I did not like. I didn't uh, watch it. I haven't. I don't know one. what other ones I've watched. Um, but I did love him in. Uh, uh, God, what was it? Uh, the one with Will Ferrell as a. National oh, the race player. car one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bobby Talladega yeah. Nights. Yeah, Talladega Nights. The Ballad of something. Ricky Bobby. Yeah, that Ricky he Bobby, was yeah. yeah, that was like one of his main Hollywood roles, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he that was, was that, that was pretty great. But I'll the say only, that. The only I, I like um listening to him as a person. Like he's a an amazing guy. Like one hundred percent, yes. Intelligent uh, human being. Yes, I love him. Yeah. 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 I I have no like just some of his movies I've just been like, yeah. Yeah. The Bruno like one, he did that talk show Dolly thing G where he like one. like pranked people basically. Well, it was Dolly G show where he did Bruno, he did Right, right. Borat, Dolly G No, did, but he did right. after all of that, after the Bruno movies, after every he did like hmm. some like um didn't he did some one. like interview sh type show where he was totally like, like basically entrapping people into saying crazy shit, and then. Well, yeah, it was Dolly G show. So. Was it? No, well, yeah, it, I mean, but it was he was playing UK, like somebody. So, it wasn't out the Ali G. It was somebody different. He, well, he, he was played, played a different three character. characters. He three. He played three characters throughout his Dolly G show. Uh, lifespan, it was Dal like Ali G, it was Borat, and it was uh, Bruno. So, okay, yeah, Bruno was eh, the one that he got away with with the Europeans. Uh, you know, the rest of them were, you know, hit and miss. Okay, so you shutting your edge door? You cold? What's that? Are you cold? No, man, I'm actually, I, I was just laughing because... Um, You're echoing a lot right now. Sorry, how does that sound? No, worse, yeah. Oof. Oh, you know why? I just turned up my volume. Yeah, there you go. How's that sound? Fine, go. Uh, let me turn it down a little bit more. How's that? Great. So I was laughing because I... Before I went out to dinner this evening, I was mm -hmm. like, hey, I want to set up in the garage because I can be louder. I can yeah. enjoy a cigar while we do this shit. Yeah. And, uh, and Paul was like, well, just, we just moved the cars out of the garage. I was like, exactly. We're fucking driving to somewhere, aren't we? It's like, we're not going to be in the garage. Like, let's get out of here. Right. Um, but anyways, I put my, so I bought this heater that goes on the propane tank. Yeah. Oh my God. It's the most amazing thing on earth. Move the camera. Move the camera. No, Move I don't have camera. it here. It's up in my attic. That's the problem. That's why I was oh. laughing. I was like, I need to get it down because it's starting to get cold again. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. And if I'm going to be right. doing this out in the garage, I need to get that heater down. Yeah. It, it's basically this, uh, heating element that screws to the top of the propane tank dangerous as hell i mean it gets hot as fuck but yeah. as long as you don't touch it it's amazing and it's not one of those it's real easy to set up it was cheap as fuck i think it was like maybe 19 or 20 like 20 maybe 30 bucks yeah. and uh you can get fancier ones that put out more btus that like smoke the the propane tank but mm. i mean i threw it on i had a single full propane tank yeah. used it all winter last year whenever i would sit in the garage i'd smoke a cigar i'd turn it on put it at my like six feet from me and just sit there and smoke a cigar it kept me warm 
my garage at the time, I got a new garage door. Yeah. And uh, it's insulated. They sealed the the wind. Like, it's seriously, like, when I would come outside in the, in uh, last year, winter, if it was, like, 30 degrees outside, it was negative 10 inside my garage for some reason. Oh. I don't know what it was. It was just, like, it would just absorb every ounce of cold and wind and just freeze inside here. It was so cold. And uh, so we got a new garage door because the garage door, like, opener ate itself and, like, quit opening um the springs i replaced like the springs on my garage door it was like one of those ghetto ass old old garage doors that had the springs on the side oh god not what? in the middle of the garage door it was an old ass garage what? door dude and the Ugh. opener was probably like i replaced like we moved in and i replaced the gears in the the opener because it stopped opening one time yeah. it just like it just shredded itself like these plastic gears inside the garage door opener and for some reason i was like ah, i'll replace the gears and uh i did and it lasted another like five years so and it cost me like ten dollars but so anyways this time we got a new brand new garage door it's insulated brand new opener it works you know he, he replaced the side ass springs and put a real spring on the front <laughs> and uh and it was yeah. like i don't even know it was like maybe two grand at the most yeah. and it's like all right that is worth that's it. worth it for yeah. yeah we're gonna live here for a while yeah <laughs> well eh, are you gonna live there for a while with a new baby on the way yes yeah, so you're running out of, of room uh last time i talked to you about yeah. buying, like moving out to Winnebago County or whatnot. Yeah, Roscoe. Paul put Nick's on that. Yeah, uh, I was surprised. Paula was like, "Let's do it." <laughs> hey, I showed her that yeah. house you sent yeah. me that you were interested in. Yeah, what'd she say? She's like, "That's pretty amazing." <laughs> she, I'd, she's like, "That's that's pretty nice." She's like, "Taxes aren't that bad. They're about what we pay here, you know." And, yeah, uh, no. She was telling her mom about it, mm-hmm. and her mom was like, "No, no, please don't go." She's like, "What am I going to do without you guys?" <laughs> Tell her to buy a house out there. Jesus, I mean, they should. No, they should buy a place up in Wisconsin on a lake. That's what they should right. do. Yeah, but they're too oh. worried about moving away. Like, especially since her sister wants to move to the like western suburbs we're the southwest they want to move yeah. further like north of us really? and, like why well, wouldn't that's you, like have yeah. her parents move up to wisconsin on a lake or something right you know yeah. like let's do that but then her brother's gonna move yeah. down to missouri that's the problem that is the clincher there and and he's well, moving south so well once he moves south though i mean what's the difference so once tony goes south like let him go well now they can jump on a train and go there without even thinking about it sure let them sit there but then they you know it's not any difference if you guys move up you know and you know i was just surprised that paula even considered it and uh she was well i think she likes all of us more than you so that's what's that I think she likes all of us more than you. (laughs) (laughs) That is probably 100% accurate. I think what it is, is that she hates her job more than I hate my job. Yeah. Ooh, I love that smoke. Oh, Um, God. But anyway, so here's the game plan. Yeah, go. We're going to wait to see what what happens with this job interview. Mm Mm-hmm we're kind of doing like a five-year plan. We're going to be mm-hmm. here for another, maybe five years since we're having a new kid in February. We're going to kind of wait and see. You're definitely having a new kid in February. <laughs> oh yeah. We, yeah, yeah. That's happening. It's not, a, not a thing. It's Sorry. Like, that's eh, happening. thinking about it. Uh, yeah, no, there's we one. We're thinking it's about it, but it's not going to work into our plan. Right. Uh, so anyways we're kind of like that that's the five year we'll 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 reconvene in five years and kind of see where we're at 
Yeah. Um, mostly because Paula's too worried about leaving her current situation because they pay her astronomically. The benefits are goddamn amazing. Yes. So she's at least staying through this next kid because Amen. they cost about $5 to have a kid. Yes. Eh, probably a little bit more than five. But yeah, maybe ten? Ten dollars? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Seven? Can we rent seven? I think it's definitely maybe three figures. That's it. <laughs> yes. You so, should uh, go but, ahead and tell and, Paula that we had the discussion. What's that? Uh, you should tell Paula we had this discussion. Yeah, it's three <laughs> figures at most. <laughs> go ahead. But, so in the meantime, we're going to redo our, we're going to get the, the central air, which I think we talked about the last time you and mm. I talked. Yep. And uh, we're going to update our basement a bit just because mm. like for our own personal use, we're going to be here for a couple of years. Let's make the downstairs. Yeah. Okay. It's either a mother-in-law suite or it's not. Exactly. So, yeah. That's yeah. what we're kind of aiming at. And, uh, like bedrooms shouldn't cost bedrooms, a whole bedrooms. lot and it's gonna this resale value is gonna be worth it astronomical yes amen so so and then we'll re we'll reconsider in a couple of years and see you know what what's what we're gonna do well i'd love to have you guys out here but i still love you guys so yeah i know i know i know i uh yeah i uh like Saw my family. Oh, well, was it last week? And I went out there. I think I didn't get to see you, yes. but yeah, last week. Yep. My oldest sister was in town, and mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a long day that we were out there. We ended up like leaving late, and then we got there, and then they wanted to do family pictures and goofy shit, and uh. Mm. Well, there's a picture of you and your sisters and your mom and dad. On oh, Facebook. is there? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't even seen them. Oh, they're on Facebook probably, huh? All right. That's why I don't see any of this shit because I don't have the Facebook. Well, Paula is. <laughs> Does so, she? She got tagged. Yeah. No, I always feel bad, though, when I come out there because it's like. Yeah, like we're, we're not important. Don't worry about it. Let me ask you this. What sure. are you reading, Paul? What's that? What are you reading, if anything? Um, nothing. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, uh, I can't even remember the last thing I was reading. I bought a couple books that I wanted to read, and I think my, my thing is I start them, and I put them down, and then never pick them up again. That's the problem. Mm. Okay. Um, why is that mostly out of laziness okay fine um what was uh shit man i can't think of what i was there was uh something i was gonna read off of your recommendation <laughs> paul there's a whole bunch of shit you i know audition, so what i will you know put out here give me a second Give me one second. Um, hmm. Well, all right. I think you and I would both enjoy the song of Achilles. The song of the killers? Of Achilles. Oh, oh, Achilles. Oh, the last thing I was reading was um that fucking Stephen King, The Stand. Salem's yes. Lot. Yeah, well, of course. I love that, too. So That was the last thing I was actually reading because oh, we uh, intended to start a book club and it fizzled after what, two weeks. It never came together. Yeah, it never <laughs> came together. Well, uh, and I blame that on other people. And yet, here's the thing. Stan was like, well, I'm just going to go to bed on a Friday. So, or on a Sunday or a Saturday. Whatever today is. So... So, do you know uh, the author Robert Cairo or Cairo? Spell C A R O. So, this guy, I listened to an interview 
with him on uh, the Conan O'Brien podcast. Yeah. And uh, I think it's Cairo. And this guy wrote multiple books off of um, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Yeah. And um, he, or he, he's written, I think besides Dwight D. Eisenhower, he wrote like multiple other like uh, biographies of famous people. And he was just a really interesting guy and his audiobooks were by him. And he's just a really interesting guy and his voice is really interesting. Um, I wanted to listen to a couple of his, his books just to, you know, cause he seemed like he, so his whole thing was he moved, he moved to Texas wherever Eisenhower was born yeah. lived in that town for like a couple of years. Yeah. Know all the people that like knew his Eisenhower's family and, and it was a small town in Texas, like Northern Texas, like some podunk town. And he lived there and just like took his time writing things and kind of really got to know the guy's like early life. And, um, it was a really interesting interview that uh, that Conan O'Brien did, and usually Conan O'Brien is very silly, you know. And yes, well, I, I mean he's right. he's a really good interviewer on people that he's interested in. I think. Right. Like, I don't know if you like. I remember watching Conan when I was a kid in high school. Me too. Junior but, high. I mean, yeah. And like, this <laughs> guy's just so fucking and, crazy. Uh, but like every once in a while, he'd like interview somebody in that five seconds interview span, and you'd be like, whoa, my mind is blown. Fucking, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like his podcast is like a whole hour long interview with people. And, and some friends. of them are, yeah. are really out of this world. Like you're like, holy cow. Like, and you can. I think the part that I like is that like Conan is so interested in what this person is saying and the things that he asks, like he, he's a really great interviewer. So it gives me like. Conan needs friends is fantastic. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. I love it. But it's Robert Cairo or Cairo. I don't know how you say it. C-A-R-O. And, um, he wrote like multiple books on Eisenhower and um, like, and I think they're kind of broken up into sections of his political career or whatever, or and military career. And, um, but yeah, those, those are the only things that I've started kind of looking into. I just haven't, I've been working so much that I haven't had time to really, I'm too lazy reading yeah. and like really like my, if something doesn't draw me in like instantaneously, I like, uh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then I just have this stack of books on my nightstand that I haven't even opened. And that's what you do. And that's what I have in my phone. But let me tell you this Rubicon the last year's the Roman Republic is by Tom Holland. Uh, my God, I've been reading it for, uh, a month or whatever i haven't i i'm close to the finish it's a narrative instead of a you know a dry history of the roman republic sure he writes it as a narrative versus you know the other thing so interesting yeah i i think it's well, it's worth reading it is so brilliant like it it begins with Caesar crossing the Rubicon, and you know that's what begins the Roman like revolution into from a republic to an empire, and it's so it's not really anything like there's no Rubicon in America, but yeah, I, I'm drunk by the way. I've never uh, seen your dick get this hard. <laughs> I know, but try it. I mean, yeah, try the book. It'll be fun. It's great. I don't know. Yeah, Jesus. 
Uh, fuck, I might have drank too much tonight. <laughs> no, that's I. That's interesting. I'd I'd like to read that. Um. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right. Good. Good. What good. Uh, your fantasy books? Anything good on there? That uh, docket. Ooh, Brent Weeks. Brent Weeks, uh, the Night Angel. Okay. Yeah. Is that a series or a single? Um, yes, it's three books. Oh, yes. Read it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Brent Weeks, uh, The Blinding Knife or The Dark Prism or whatever you want to call it. Uh, different sort of series, different sort of universe. Fantastic as well. Yes. Oh, my God. Brent Weeks is fantastic. So Okay. So the... The couple I went out with this evening, mm-hmm. uh, they're doing like a movie slash cocktail podcast. Sure. Um, and one of the movies that they talked about, they haven't, I don't think they've done it yet, but they talked about doing the, uh, shit, the Robert Miller, was, Sin City, right? Ooh, yes. Oh, and my Have God. you read those? I've Those read novels? the comic books, the uh, graphic novels. Graphic yes, novels. I, I've read all of them and I've seen the movies. Oh my God. So Yeah, great. but the movie, there's only two movies, right? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second movie is shit. First movie is brilliant. That's like, right. I thought yeah. there was two and they were like, ah, I don't know if there's two more than one. Yeah, there are two. Well, you guys mm-hmm. are fucking idiots, but I thought there was two, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first one was awesome. Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino did a yes. singer couple. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, yes. The second one was was okay, but it wasn't like they were just trying to bank off the success of the first one. Yes. Yeah, but 100%. the books are goddamn amazing, right? Oh, yes, they are. Frank Miller. I mean, they're all Frank Miller. Yes. Yeah. And, and for some reason, that Sin City series is... I don't know why, like, I mean, his, Frank Miller, like, everything he's, he's, like, the 300, the, uh, the Batmans that he does, when the Batman's oh, old uh, as fuck. the killing joke. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, you're wrong. Uh, no, I'm wrong. Um, no, it's the killing I mean, joke, isn't it? No, 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 the killing joke is the one where Barbara Gordon gets shot in the back. Um, oh, God, what is it? It's, um. Uh, Jesus, uh, I mean, hmm. what is it? Can't come up with it. But anyway, I know what you're talking about. Yes, and it's where Batman's like 50 years old and he's in a wheelchair, yeah. and all of a sudden he comes out of it. Yeah. Uh, like those are bad as hell. Like they're they're yeah. awesome. Yeah, Frank Miller is one of the greatest comic writers of all time. So. And uh, like Sin City, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good movie, but like his fucking books are way better. Like yes, out of the swarms. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we've only ever seen you know, I didn't read those. Oh, the Dark Knight. <laughs> That's what he did. He did the Dark Knight. Which yeah, was the Dark Knight. Yes, yeah. But the killing mm-hmm. joke, I think that's what it is, isn't it? No, that's Alan Moore who did the Killing Joke. Oh so, yeah, 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 Alan Moore. Yeah, who also did the Watchmen and the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's right. By the way, what do you think about the Watchmen like movie? The movie? Yeah. Or the series? The movie. The movie. Not the I series. The series was, was very great. long and dry. Right. It was good, in my opinion, but it was really long, and it was like it, I felt like it missed a lot of like it, it. I felt like it missed a lot of things in the book. True. So, what do you think about the series, the new series on HBO? The series Tell was, was uh, completely well. So, like, there was a a set of like i don't know if they were actual like printed comics but there was a digital versions that did like prequels of the watchmen like their their prehistory to the watchmen book 
Did you read any of those? No, I meant uh, the one on HBO. So, what's that? The one on HBO. No, there. So, yeah, the series that you're talking about, The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, before that came out, there was a series of books that came out, comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That were, you know, like, um, what the fuck? Whatever those, like, all the characters from The Watchmen. The yeah. movie and the first book, it was like their prequel to uh, to that book, and um, I, the series was cool. I liked the series a lot. Oh, I love it! Yes, it was. Yes. So the other thing, the the other thing that I liked about it was that kind of like the boys on Amazon, where it's like they're superheroes, but they're also real people, and you know, mm-hmm. they're not bound by just the most amazing powers that they have. Like, there's also like, yeah, shit, we fucked up, or you know, we maybe did the wrong thing, but it hopefully will help us in the long run. Right. Right. I mean, I right, think that's right. why I, I like the series as well. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why. That's why it's great. I mean. Is it's not a series of like DC has always been like superheroes being more than a human. Marvel has always been the weakness of superheroes. I mean, that's just what we do or they do, you know, blah blah blah. So yeah. Anyway, I might be drunk. So <laughs> yeah, you're you're better than I am. I don't know how I got here. So. <laughs> So anyway, Marvel was always about the weaknesses. DC was always about the gods. So the problem with DC was like, you know, I won't do X, Y, Z, except that, you know, and then Alan Moore publishes his Watchmen series without, you know, the Batman being, uh, you know, part of it or anything else. Uh, But it's the greatest comic story in history, I mean, Watchmen I, so like here, was always here, this. The may be a whole history. Another series of podcasts that you and I could just do because, for me, I was, and the for me is a very. Uh, I didn't give a shit about anything when I was a kid, ever. Okay. The only thing I really appreciated as a child was the beat. Yeah. And um, me too, brother. Yes. yes. Everything else, I was just kind of like, ah, yeah, well, well, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. And now I'm almost forty years old, and I was like, holy shit, that was fucking astronomical. Like, I can't believe that happened when I was a child. I can't believe right. that, like, I missed that. I can't believe that that happened when I was a kid, and I totally was like, yeah. You know, right? Yeah. And the only reason I liked the Beatles was my fourth grade teacher, who would come in hungover as fuck with his guitar, would play Beatles songs, and I thought that was amazing. Right. <laughs> Great. Sorry. Well, I can remember in uh, fucking seventh or sixth grade, no, seventh grade, when I got my first uh, Beatles album, my dad bought me well for Christmas or my mom, whoever. Bought me a revolver and uh, God, what's the one before revolver? Uh, whatever. What's that? Anyway, what's the one before revolver? Um, Rubber Soul. Yeah, there you go. So I bought me both, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's like the Beatles are awesome!" And I was a Beatles guy forever. So, so I, re- yeah. yeah. But but going to the comics topic is uh, yeah. like all those comics were happening when I was a kid, yeah. And um, I remember my neighbor was really obsessed with like the classic comic characters like Batman and Spider Man and Superman. Mm-hmm. And then like I remember being older and and hearing of the Watchmen. And, you know, these, like, comic book characters that weren't the classic, like, 1930s 
whatever original char- comic book characters and superheroes that like had these story arcs that kept like over the decades regenerating and they always were like evolving or whatever it was like these new this new set of characters and they were more like holy shit you know it wasn't just superheroes versus some evil villain it was kind of like are they doing the right thing these comic book heroes you know and now well, that was marvel and i'm like right. holy shit man how did i miss all of that like right but that was marvel who did that i mean marvel was the one who questioned everything right right yeah. but i'm just saying in general like my my when i thought of as a kid comic books i thought superman spider-man batman and was like those are the only superheroes anybody else that like i remember like my one friend uh, at the time like we were really into ninja turtles and he was talking about venom oh yeah like a bad spider-man like i can't even comprehend that like like that just doesn't happen in my head like why would there be a bad you know superhero that people are drawn to you know like he should be he shouldn't be as strong as he should as spider-man you know like venom shouldn't even be that cool he should be just taken out by spider-man well i'm gonna confess to you paul one thing uh (laughs) i own secret wars original comic books where spider-man got his black costume no yeah yeah but that's how like that's how young i was when it came through no, I, I, mean, I was always like a Spider-Man fucking fan. Like Spider-Man is my like my most favorite uh, superhero ever. Like I, I read all his books, you know, all of it. Yeah, so, I have nothing wrong with them, but for some reason, in my head, I never connected with the comic book heroes or anti-heroes until like they started being in my well like i get there was probably always anti-heroes that were like more human that were conflicted with you know the world i guess right. or, like it seems like the classic superman batman spider-man were always there for to fight evil and then you go to like the other guys and the Watchmen and whatnot that are kind of like, uh, well, this is going to work out for now. You know what right. I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Or, or no, no, they're more human. Like, they, yeah. like, that's the whole point of the Watchmen was that those people were human. Right. You know, versus nobody was superpowered. Nobody was anything else. It's just like they existed. And how do you, you know, deal with all of that? Right, and I I'm mean, sure and that those was what was comics were always around, but I never was interested in comics until I stumbled upon like Watchmen, Watchmen or it is uh, the Watchmen is one that I can think of that I was like, holy shit, that was kind of fucking cool, you know? Like it wasn't like a superhero versus a enemy. It was kind of like, yeah, are they doing right? I don't know. Right, exactly. But the problem was that, like, why? Well, no, I guess I had a problem. But the best part about Watchmen was, like, it was supposed to be Superman in Dr. Manhattan's place. And so, you know, it was like, oh, yes, exactly. They were supposed to be DC people. Like, Rorschach was supposed to be Batman. No shit. yeah, you can you can pick out who is supposed to be who, you know, as they go down. So the whole wow. point was is that Alan Moore wasn't allowed to use the real DC people. Sure. So, but you know what? The, the best part about Watchmen is that like there's only one super powered human being, and he's super 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 powered, and it's you know Doctor Manhattan. And I really thought the HBO show, like, oh, God, I thought it was great because 
they took Dr. Manhattan and fucking like stripped him down, you know, to what it was, which was, oh, I'm going to go ahead and die at X point. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But, you know, without no spoilers, maybe, maybe there's hope. And like, that's great writing. Who cares about what ha- who has powers and what their powers are and whatever it is? It should be great writing and great acting secondarily yeah. if you're going to do it. But if you're going to put it in a comic book, oh my god! And it was such great writing. It was yeah. I, and so was the watch like the Watchmen originally was great writing. This was great writing, great acting too, up until a point. So yeah, I thought it was. I I really enjoyed it. I was yeah. upset that it didn't get renewed but at the same time what you, it, do? you know what else can you do in that storyline you know what are you without do, making up new shit and mm-hmm. and just leaving the the world that's been already created yeah you know i mean her touching her foot to the pool was the greatest ending i've ever seen in my life i mean we don't know we don't know like yeah Yes, it is. Yes, it isn't. I mean, God. Yeah. I, uh, so good. So good. No spoilers. Sorry. So what, this is uh, Annie and Paul's Rebellion. Yeah. Coming at you. That's right. smart. Yeah. 